you're making me watch today is Eastern Promises, directed by uh, Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Is it Michael Cronenberg? David. Michael David. Todd, who gives a shit? Uh, my word for this movie is uh, brutal. 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 Jake. I thought about I thought about that word. My word's basic. I think mine is uh, gruesome. Yeah. Words. The well, violence. For Jake. The, the, really the, the violence. The violence stood out the most. That's certainly one thing about this movie. The violence definitely stood out. There was like three pretty gruesome scenes. Yeah. In it, and one had a pee pee in it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably my favorite. Eagle Mortensen pee pee. <laughs> Aragorn pee pee. Oh, yeah, that's who that was, huh? Yeah. I feel like that's really the only thing I know Viggo Mortensen from. Well, no, he's done a couple other movies, but that's always what I think of is Lord of the Rings. I mean, he's Aragorn. That's the dude who always did. Yeah, because I think I saw the other Cronenberg Mortensen vehicle called History of Violence. History of Violence. I remember yeah. watching that a while H-A-B. back. That, that was that was, that was was decent. I kind of liked it. I liked it a little bit more than this one. Um, yeah. But and then what is there was a, another one called like Mister Fantastic there's or something one like called, that. There's one called uh, well. Like a, there's another like Cronenberg movie. Oh, there's another, another Cronenberg movie with him called uh, uh, A Dangerous Method. It's him and Michael Fassbender. Okay. Yeah. What's that about? Uh, I think it's about Sigmund Freud and Carl, Carl Jung like having like beef. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> All right. Yeah interesting captain well, fantastic was the other one i was thinking of sorry what's captain that one Fan- about captain fantastic he's like a hippie dad that like uh kind of like uh teaches his kids like he like homeschools his kids they're like you know living in the woods in the pacific northwest type thing and i think something like his his wife dies or his wife gets really sick something along those lines and then they have to kind of yeah. go back to society and like meet up with the family because his wife is sick and they end he up also was in Green Book. Family. Probably. Oh yeah, Green Green Book's really good. Fuck. Yeah. All right, Vigo. All right, Vigo. Green Book is that? Uh, is that? Um. That was that. Well, he won Morgan Best Picture Freeman? a couple years ago. No, that was um. Marshall Ali. Yeah, Marshall Ali. He won Best Supporting Actor. He did. He's Blade now. He's the new Blade. Did Vigo Blade. get a? Did Vigo Mortensen get a nomination? He did. Oh, he got nominated for that. Thing. I think actor. he got nominated yeah. for Mister Fantastic too, for Captain Fantastic. Okay, I could definitely see him for. Yeah, Green Book won like Best Picture and shit. That did really well. It did. It was good. Peter Farley directed Green Book. I know. Farley's Is he related to Kevin? No, but there was the Chris's dude that did like brother? did like Dumb and Dumber. The dude that wrote Dumb and Dumber wrote an Oscar, or one of the dudes that wrote Dumb and Dumber won an name. Oscar. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess the Something dude that did. Mary. The dude that did Anchorman also has an Oscar or has been nominated for Oscars. So yeah, but Adam McKay, Adam McKay is a great writer. That dude yeah. writes his ass off. He does. He's a great. He does great. Dude, he I went political him. hard. Did like, he? Oh yeah, because uh, just like with, in his movies, Weiss, he went. Movies, he like yeah. he made he made the other guys right, which was like um, had kind of a message to it. And yeah, then, he really leaned into it. And then he like made Vice. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't huge on Big well, Short, but it was it was short. decent. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I wasn't big, big on short, that, but that which... was pretty decent too. But Vice for sure. Good, what an Oscar. What, 
It's amazing. He's a, he, was, it, what a what a good. I wouldn't say transformation, <clears throat> but but he uh, he, but he but like yeah. he made movies to make money and that were hilarious, and and yeah. got him to a place where he can make movies and say what he wants to say. Yeah, and Succession's a great show. Yeah, he was the head writer on SNL like the whole time Will Ferrell was there too. Adam McKay was? I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, shit, Adam McKay and Viggo Mortensen need to do a movie together. Hey, shout out to Adam McKay. (laughs) All right, well, Eastern Prom, let me tell you this movie's about, so viewers... Yes, yes. Tell us about Eastern Promises. If you haven't seen uh, this movie, damn it! It's things in hospitals. Start that again. Say that again. I said this movie is about a midwife, which I did. This is bad timing for the internet to start getting shitty. Is when Schwartz is trying to explain the movie. All right, someone else explain the goddamn movie. Oh, I was ready for you to explain it. I know you probably have. <laughs> yeah, but it keeps cutting out. All right, try it one more time. Ready, go. It's about a midwife. All right, the movie's about a midwife who gets inadvertently involved with the Russian mafia in London. It's uh, about she delivers a baby to a young girl who turns out to be a prostitute slash human trafficked girl by, uh, like I said, the Russian gangsters. And she gets involved with it. And it's a pretty, I like this movie a lot. I like it because it contains story with some really interesting twisted characters and has to do with like dark side of things and how people look normal. Like that old dude looked like a guy who was respectable and running a business. And all of a sudden he's fucking Russian mafia killing people and pregnant virgins, human trafficking people. That shit's pretty interesting to me. I mean, there were some really great visceral scenes in this movie. I think the scene where Viggo Mortensen gets jumped in the bathhouse was pretty fucking epic it was awesome and violent and kind of in your face which was fun i mean like you said you see the scrotum a couple of times it's pretty wild <laughs> um, yeah it was i think this is a very enjoyable movie i think it's a real well-made movie about a subject that you really don't see movies made about like when's the last time you saw a russian gangster movie you know what i mean good acting yeah. thought it was really good acting and david cronenberg's a fucking legend he's he's up there with david lynch is just like uh, an, an occult or 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 oh my god, occult or or I can't say the word. Autor. Today, Junior. Yeah. Today, Junior. I don't know what you have to go time, but I will. But I will. But yes, I'll do it. I really, I really like this movie. I think this goes really well and with as a bookend to History of Violence or as a middle as middle of History of Violence and the third movie they did because they're all very different, but they all have to do with a lot of violent things and how people that are doing bad shit in broad daylight but no one knows about it like that kind of shit's fun I, I really like that stuff just you don't really see it doesn't seem like that but it is and you know you notice besides for the one scene where there's prostitutes in the movie where he makes Viggo Mortensen fuck him there's no scenes of any trafficking whatsoever there's no scenes of people buying anybody there's no scenes of people there's no there's no scenes of the actual bad thing that happened in the movie this movie is just about these people it's like a a couple weeks in the life of these fucking people that do these things you know what i mean and it's and then you find out the worms is a fucking undercover was he a cop or what what, what was the organization was he working for i wasn't clear on that 
Yeah, some sort of government organization. Yeah. I wasn't exactly sure either, but it was some sort of government thing some for, for England. And, and that was cool, too. Like, basically, in the end, they almost, like, Sicario'd it, where he's like, yo, now this dude's going to be the boss. I'm going to run shit. We'll have our organization run the bad guys. Like, it's, like, the perfect gig. My only part of the movie I didn't like was how fast that happened in the end. Like, all of a sudden, things just happened to where, okay, this is now how it is. And I was kind of confused by that a little bit. That's the one part. Is I was, yeah, I was a little thrown by that, too. Rush. Yeah, I just, I I just didn't get it. I was like, quick. when did this happen? But I liked the relationship. Like, even Naomi Watts, like her character, like in a normal movie, like she would do something badass and like infiltrate them. But she that wasn't what it was. She was this woman who really couldn't do shit, but she stood up for this fucking baby. And her uncle was great. Fucking, he was a real cocksucker. Like, he was a great character. But he told her that she would date a black dude, so her baby died. That was pretty fucking brutal. Like, you can't really yeah, say yeah. anything more brutal than that. Like, you're racist and fucking talking about the that. The way baby. he Fuck says that it, guy. too. That's why your baby yeah. died inside you. <laughs> yeah, that, that, whole, that, that came out of nowhere. Like, oh, shit. Uh, but but that also kind of gave us a reason what her motivation was, like why she cared so much. I guess she was a midwife too, but the fact that she had a, a miscarriage herself, like maybe she felt more responsible for that baby for that reason. 100%. It's a 100%. good movie. And I, and I also like that she, she, at the end, got to keep the baby, and now she's a mom. Like she ended up great. She got involved. And now she's good. Oh man, I, I saw that. Com- good, I man. saw that coming the whole time, though. Like I knew from like but, the second she had that, they had that baby. I'm like, oh, well, she's gonna adopt that baby, and then something's yeah, gonna happen. Sure. Her, her her ego, what probably. a what a bow! Even even her uncle came back home. Yeah, they yeah. just tied that yeah. right up. But I guess he's the boss, so he, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. See, that's the thing, though, like, why was the son, I get the son was a fuck up, and he was, he was, like, a Fredo Corleone type of character, but I thought he at least, like, loved his dad. At the end, he was just like, all right, well, you're us now, we're gonna go take care of my dad. That was, that was, to me, a little much. I didn't like that. Yeah, where's his loyalty? What happened? Out of nowhere. I mean, that guy was just a fucking scumbag. The whole time, though, he's like, family, 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 and my father, and, and then at the end, he was like, Fuck your father, and he was like, "You are right, Vigo." I don't know why he's Italian now. <laughs> he's French in real life. That's Vincent Cassell. He's actually a very big actor. I seen him. Yeah, he did all right in that movie. Yeah, he was cool. He's my he's my favorite in uh, Ocean's Thirteen. He plays the fucking thief that steals from them. It's pretty great. That's First right. Song. Yeah. Never seen yeah. it. <clears throat> Do you think? So, he, what did uh... you guys think of this movie? It was decent uh, for a Christmas movie. Did you guys realize it was a Christmas movie? It, oh, wow, it is a Christmas movie. movie. Yeah, technically it's a Christmas movie, so that's they fun. Named her that, Christine. That, yeah, that made a little fun twist to it. Thought it was a Christmas movie. I don't oh, know where. This is so, the worst cool. Christmas movie I've ever seen. No, I don't know about the worst, but this is not the well, greatest. Name a worse Christmas Wait, movie than this. Better watch out. Have you guys seen pretty bad David other David Cronenberg movies at all? Like, have you seen any of his shit? I've seen no. the Fly. Oh, I've that's seen the that, fly. That's kind of like his like classic shit. That was I like eighties. Eighties, he was more like sci-fi. It seemed, and then it seemed like more modern. Well, stuff. yeah. So he's got a couple like political or whatever. Because I saw History of Violence. Up, I think was the only other one. I've seen that too. He came up in the sci-fi. He made a couple like psychosexual sci-fi movies. He's kind of like Brian De Palma, where he deals yes. with a lot of like S-I-M's. sexual things. 
Yeah, it seems like all of his shit's like slightly over the top when it comes to like sexuality and like violence. Yeah. I mean, like this movie wasn't really like overly sexual, but it was definitely like there was a lot of like shock violent moments for this sex movie. Sells, dude. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some sex, but like you said, there wasn't like too much over exploitation of like the prostitutes or anything like that. There was just like that one scene where Cassell yeah. made Vigo fuck the one prostitute because he was a weirdo. And it seemed like he was the yeah. one. He was getting yeah. off on Vigo. He was yeah. he was watching. Yeah, Vigo. he was. Because yeah. he's yeah, like, prove it to I me. Was going to be in the end. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why. I mean, you know. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Uh, I and maybe he was testing him. Maybe he wanted to see if he was because he wanted a little Vigo PP. Yeah. But uh, that's exactly I, what it was. I thought Vigo was gonna turn it into that at the end, and that's how he would have won him over. Uh, is, by, is by like being like, charm. yo, let's be lovers, and then fuck your dad. He's not going to understand. Yeah, call that. me Ranger. <laughs> no, nobody else got that. <laughs> no, what's no, Ranger? No, 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 no. The the gay thing at the end, like I was. That's what I was thinking. He would. He was oh. going to try to use that against him, or or to his advantage to win him over, uh, and then that yeah. would have given a lot more him. leverage. Yeah, I mean, he already has him. He. He, he as much as like he, like that scene where where he's like in the basement drinking and he's talking about how his dad treated like the wine for a, a girl from Georgia, the whole sex yeah. thing, and then he's down there and and uh, Viggo Mortensen is down there and he's like and that dude's telling him he's like there's a lot you can learn from me and all this shit but he knows he's bullshit like that bore the fucking silver spoon in his mouth he's he's gonna rip it over new shit Viggo Mortensen's a fucking street guy man he'll fuck him up not only is like physically but mentally too like he's outsmarts him in every fucking way but well he's also undercover there doing that's that's his job 100 percent. yeah exactly that's what i mean he had him on his fingers i mean i guess that would be pretty crazy if he just like well i thought it was a good movie did i think it do i think it it's gonna uh result in a nice long uh conversation no right <laughs> like like nothing really overly impressed me about this movie like it was kind of just like a disturbing plot and then like basic gangster shit happened and then there was like you know a little bit of a love story that was low-key at the end there and then it was pretty kind of predictable and like all the music was kind of basic the camera was just like kind of typical like everything what like nothing was like nothing stood out to me really i don't think i see what you're saying other, I mean, other than other than the movie. yeah other than like the violence there's a couple like shock factors i i, and think, I, I think the acting was pretty good i thought the morris was great I thought the, the old man was great i thought her uh i thought her family was pretty good i, the, I think it's the character sitting in the character right and i don't think it was supposed to be Overly saturated or stylized. Yeah, you know the Cronenberg. He has the style. His shit is kind of like shock and awe. You know what I mean? Taking like almost like elevated stories that are kind of unbelievable. Like, is it? Is this really a real thing? Is it not? You know what I mean? That could happen. Did you guys notice this? So two times in the movie. What I think one of them was in the beginning when you're first introduced to Vigo and the 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 son. 
they they go to the place when he's really drunk. They go to the dad's uh, um, place, his restaurant, and the dad is opening the door and letting someone out. And then dad closes the door and and <laughs> leaves them out there, and they have to open the door with the keys to get in. And then they're in the same. And when they walk in, they're in the same room as the dad. And that happens. I don't think I picked up on that. I don't. I didn't pick up on that either. And you're in the same room with the dad. Oh, I don't know. That sounds weird, but I don't think I really noticed that. So he yeah. he he'd be outside, really? and then he would <laughs> shut the door and lock it. Yeah. And they would have to come and unlock it, even though they're right there, and he could just be like, "Come on in, boys." Sounds like bad editing, but maybe if it was like a story point, then I don't know. It didn't really stand out. <laughs> yeah, it's probably bad editing. <laughs> oh, oh, we lost him. He's gone. George's internet is real bad. Yeah, so hopefully he comes uh, back. I didn't pick up on that. Maybe it's a respect thing. Maybe, maybe. it's uh, yeah, like I saw him thinking like Russian thing. Yeah, it could be some weird Russian gangster shit that we're un- unaware of. I'm not, I'm not sure of the inner workings of the Russian gangster shit. Other than I learned about the tattoo thing, which I thought was kind of cool. Like tattoo, you, you tattoo your rank and your history onto you and through the, the Russian stars on the knees. Shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting too. I, 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 I knew there was something uh, about stars and and Russian mafia and something like that, but I never knew. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know they were telling stories. Yeah, or I like know. that's their life it. story along the line. I wonder if it's like uh, Yakuza. What did they do? Similar? Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about them. I know there is part of that with the Yakuza. I don't really know the history of it either, but. I do like the the story of that. Like this kind of that was kind of an interesting like learn yeah. about the tattoos. Interesting. But yeah, I do know that Yakuza also does tattoo shit. I know Jap- most Japanese people don't have tattoos because it's like not it's like frowned upon. Yeah. Because it's like kind of gangster shit. It's gangster shit, dude. Yeah. Can't go there with tats, bro. You're gonna be no. the coos. Shout out to any Yakuza listening to this podcast. Uh, what else? What else about this movie? Uh, I just think it was, I thought it was very good, but like you said, nothing to me, nothing stood out. Nothing. I, I thought the cinematography was, was, was good. You know, it was very, right. it, was, it was, it was very, it was very good. It was, uh, it, I don't want to call it simple. But it was, it was. I know uh, what you mean, though. It, it was, I, it was exactly yeah. what it needed to be, and nothing more. Right. I, well, I think we're on the same page. Like this wasn't a bad movie by any means. Yeah. It just wasn't. It had that all the good, good elements. It had all yeah. the elements to make a yeah. good movie. It did have good acting. Uh, you know, it had, uh, mm-hmm. it had, it had, um, it had a, it had a good, it had it, an intriguing story. I watched it, and I was intrigued the whole time. I, I never really lost interest. I liked how it kind of kept going back and forth between listening to uh, the diary or her reading the diary. Sh- welcome back, Schwartz. Um, I liked it the whole time I was my, I had my, it had my attention the whole time. Um, but yeah, it was, there was, there's nothing really, to write home about so to speak mm-hmm. 
It's, there's nothing flashy about it. I get that, but it was a. I think it was an interesting story, and it's like I said. I don't. I've never seen a movie that's about Russian gangsters and Russian human trafficking, old like doing shit. Like that. I've never seen that, so that's why I thought it was cool. Yeah, I guess that was part of it. Was like I just didn't really. It wasn't a bad story. It just wasn't like something I was interested in. It was more just like a. Oh, this is kind of a gross world. For now. sure. We're but just that but see, this fucking gross world. David Cronenberg makes movies about gross things. Like he's a very body horror guy too. And I say that like he used to make a lot of like sci-fi gory shit. Kind yeah, of like, the the fly. The fly. The fly exactly. The fly's but, crazy body horror for sure. Yeah, he, but he's got all most of his movies like that. That's why in this movie, like every time someone got stabbed or throat cut, they they lingered on it a little too long just so that mm-hmm. you could kind of be grossed out by it. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of his thing. Yeah, the first two scenes where a dude gets his throat sliced, and then the next scene was a girl has like basically has like a miscarriage, yeah, like, yeah. On, on the on the floor, That's, like yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah, the guy who got yeah that beginning scene was 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 pretty intense, and then when that guy when that uh, touched guy got his throat cut in the cemetery, that was pretty yep. brutal too. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah. it was brutal. This- disturbing would have been like another word i thought of like it was just kind of right. or gross it was kind of gross this, this movie gross. was kind of gross yeah he's got a great movie called videodrome like two of two of my favorite cronenberg movies one of them is called videodrome it's in the 80s it's a james woods movie he's in it and what it's about is is a guy who does like he's like a tmz type of guy where he tries to find like dirt on people or like <clears> shocking <throat> things and shit like that and he comes across a tv channel that's on late at night that just is basically like a channel of like snuff it's just like people get murdered and like those like Japanese uh, game shows where people have to like go through the obstacles, but like you would die if you like don't complete it and shit like that. And he becomes like obsessed with it. And eventually like he goes insane and he thinks he's like in the fucking, in the, in the video. And like, it's like, it's, it's insane. It's a wild movie. And there's another movie called crash, which came out in the nineties starring James Spader, Holly Hunter, Rosanna Arquette, Elias Codius. And what that. it's about is it's about people who take car crashes and use them sexually. They're aroused by it. And like, so they like stage real car crashes Ooh. and they fucking them and shit. It's pretty wild. I've seen that. Yeah. That, sounds, that sounds interesting. It's yeah, weird. That's one of my favorite movies. Sounds like a, that's a, that's I, a weird I watched plot. that when I was like a kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, isn't like the last scene, them, fu- them like crash the car and they're just fucking, yep. like they're like they, dying, but then they start yep. fucking. Yep. They like, it's also like bodily horror, bodily horror too. It's right. like they, they, they uh, it, it's pretty great. They stage like real car crashes too. Like the Marilyn, not the Marilyn Monroe. Uh, what's the dude who died in the car crash? The very famous actor. What was his name? Uh, James, James Dean. Dean. Yeah, they like they. There's a scene where they stage the James Dean car crash, and like people come and watch it. Like it's an underground thing. Like people are like, oh, tonight they're gonna do the James Dean car crash, and they actually like crash the cars, and then like the guy gets out of the car. <laughs> L.S. Codius is like the guy who does it. And he's got like his legs all fucking open, and then he gets jerked off like right there. It's pretty crazy. All right. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And then he's got another movie. Sounds fucking wild. And then he's got another movie movie up. And then he's got I I have it on DVD. When I get back, you can borrow it. Um, I drew liner actually borrowed it. He's got it right now. Shout out to the big cat. Shout out to the big cat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he's got another movie called Naked Lunch, which is about a guy who wakes up and he's basically surrounded by aliens, kind of like Men in Black type of movie. And he like he just walks around New York City all day. Like there's giant aliens everywhere. It's pretty crazy. This David Cronenberg makes great movies, and like I said, like he's up there with David Lynch in that category. So he has like two parts of his career too. So 
he did all those type of movies and then he made history of violence which was the first movie made Viggo Mortensen and that kind of mm-hmm. changed it up into where he made like crime movies so he made that and then he made this and then he made that other movie but he also made a movie with Robert Pattinson that came out a few years ago called, called Cosmopolis which is pretty great mm-hmm. That one as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's a great director. This was a good movie. When it comes, really to- an interesting director. Interesting movies he, for sure. Yeah, but he's he's good though. He's got like a cult. Like Naomi Watts, like worked on this movie. He could The Watts. She was hot back then. She was. Wow. Very very mean thing to say, but you're right. <laughs> I meant well. I was more referring to her career, honestly. But yeah. What does uh, she look like now? Both. But yeah, I both, mean, she probably, worked probably both. She worked she's with probably, David she's Lynch. She probably looks the same. She worked with she David probably Lynch and fine. David Cronenberg. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. Naomi, yeah. that's I moan backwards. <laughs> she was pretty hot in Birdman. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's still, she, uh, yeah, that was only like four years ago. She's, she's still great. She she's still, she's, still good. She still looks good. She's married to uh, Ray Donovan. Oh yeah, I feel like her, yeah, her career. I feel like was more big. In like the two thousands, more than now, but I guess she's still she's still doing shit. I mean, but she like, like the ring and stuff like that. The ring was her like big break. Yeah, and like Mulholland Drive. What was before? I think Mulholland Drive was oh, first. Maybe. maybe it was really but close. Then, uh, yeah, I know they're around the same time. And then I really love uh, I Heart Huckabees, and she yeah, in, she's great. In that. In that. She's she's really funny in that. Yeah, so's um, fucking uh, what's his face too. Um, Jason Schwartzman, he's amazing in that. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. And Mark Wahlberg, like it's a great, it's a great movie. It's a great cast. Anthony hasn't seen it clearly. Yeah, I've seen it. All right, so favorite scenes in this movie? Have you? Hug the Huck piece? No, I don't think so. I think maybe I don't know. Is that a favorite Wes Anderson movie? No, no, it's uh, yeah, David O. Russell. David O. Russell? Is it David yeah. O. Russell or is he Irish and it's O. Russell? David O. Period Russell. Copy yeah. you. Just checking. Favorite scenes? Uh, the Dean uh, Dong scene was pretty crazy. Yeah. That's the best scene for sure. Honestly, that was, I'd have to agree, that was also the best. It was very unexpected. And then it went on very long. It did. And I was thinking, like, it, it, that, it was brutal. How, this would have been so awkward to film. Yeah, but like, what a fight! Like, imagine, like, he just kept getting stabbed every time the guy came right, by, stabbed him again. It's like, fuck. yeah, and then, yeah, he, but he's a badass that he is bat fucking badass. Yeah, that was, and then they're just like, all right, you're done. <laughs> but then that kind of did lead to like the quick, like, that kind of led to like the last, you know act if you will like he got in the hospital and everything kind of wrapped up really quickly after that it did so, all of a sudden he was an undercover cop taking over the business like all of a sudden yeah it was very yeah that that <laughs> part all, all felt very like oh all right so there's a twist cool i guess i like i mean i, I like the I fact the, that there's a twist I, I didn't mind the fact that we learned very quickly that he was a cop but the fact that he was like then gonna take over and everything i thought that was that happened he, a little much that's that was a cool a idea but the fact that it happened that quick is weird uh, like they should have showed something... the kid as like a three-year-old and then and then fucking right made yeah. it happen yeah isn't like, like his, isn't history his history of violence isn't there something with like Viggo mortensen's character kind of has like dual personalities or not dual personalities so but history of violence kind of dual lives as well he was like you know was a gangster and then became a family yeah. man and then so he's a, his gangster side got revealed 
Yeah, it's about a guy who's like working in a fucking just a small town as a cook, yeah. and, and all of a sudden this guy comes in, sits down at the fucking counter, and it's like, "Hey, Leon, what's up?" And Rigo Mortensen's like, "You talking to me?" He's like, "Who the fuck's Leon?" And then you come to find he just keeps denying it all this whole time. And Ed Harris plays the guy who uh, who comes right. looking for him. And Ed Harris got this like huge scar on his face. He got like a one blind eye, and he's dressed in like Men in Black. And you're like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, you come to find that Viggo Mortensen is like hiding from his former self. He was like a mafia dude, right. and uh, he's hiding out in the movie. It just he kind of goes after the guys that are going after him. It's pretty, pretty violent movie too. It's pretty it psychosexual. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Oh yeah, I remember there was a weird sex scene in that movie, like yeah. a very like, yeah, very violent sex scene in that movie, which is yeah. was controversial, I think, at the time. So William Hurt plays the brother, his brother, who's the boss, actually, ends up being okay. the boss in that movie. He got nominated for an Oscar for it, and he was only on screen for, like, one minute. Spoiler alerts for whatever that movie was, History of Violence. Yeah, great movie. Better movie than this. Yeah, I agree. I, I like that more. Yeah. It's a cool story. It's a great fucking story. And it's yeah. cool because you're not quite sure what's going on the whole time. You're like, why are they after this dude? Why does dude not know who they are? And the family has no clue. And the movie has got to do with his family too. Like the way it affects the family, like the son gets involved with it. Like it's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Have you seen that one, Anthony? Sorry. I think I might tatted. have. I don't know. Yeah. I think I, I know that one's years ago. It's I, yeah. I probably haven't seen it in like. 10 years if it's anything it like, like this movie it was probably good and then i forgot about it pretty much what what it was it was it was no, it was it's, it's, it's pretty it's, good i think it's way well, better than this movie honestly i think it's a, a lot better than this movie. yeah it's definitely better but it's all it was like i could i couldn't remember very well but i know i saw it it's fairly forgettable yeah. i was gonna pick it. it it wasn't it really it's not it's a good movie man. it's really good the, both yeah. of these movies are very high ratings and very high good reviews like really good reviews on both those movies yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People appreciate auteurs, dude. I got a complaint. I got a complaint for you. What's that? My... Go ahead. All right. Um, the language thing, like how they were just switching and out of Russian and English, is that like is that normal? Because that 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 shit bugged me. Like they just made it like easy. Why don't Russian people just speak Russian instead of like switching to English for us? That shit annoyed me. Yeah, I mean, it's an American-made movie, though. That's how it I is. I know. I fucking hate that. In, yeah. That's they, me. In, in the States, we went, you, they, I, I could see how if they're in America... They are they are in... Because they are in London. So or, I guess oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Not the States. Kind of helps. In, in an English-speaking place, and they're speaking English a lot, I can see how they can drift in and out only because I've seen my dad have conversations with like his own, with my uncles and they'll jump. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not bilingual. So I can't really, I can't say for sure. I'm not bilingual, but my dad is, but he, yeah, I've seen, I've seen him. They'll, they'll speak it and it'll, it'll be more like, I can't think of a word for that in this language. So I'll jump over to this language, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I can see it. It didn't bother me. It's like, especially when they it when they got angrier, they switched to Russian. Like I could I could see that. <laughs> I guess so. Russian Russian uh, Russian culture doesn't seem to be good for women, huh? Women are kind of doesn't seem like it. <laughs> oh yeah, doesn't seem good. 
We're going to point Trader well if, in this if movie. If this movie if, uh, is the truth and like the Pussy Riot story. The Pussy Riot? What? Pussy Riot? They're, uh, they're female activists in oh, yeah, yeah. Ukraine. They went to jail, or, right? Or Russia. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just remember it being a thing. Yeah. Right, I, th- I guess I guess I thought this movie was in Russia for like most of it, and then I realized it wasn't at some point. So I think that's probably why I, I was just thinking thought it was that. The Americas. <laughs> this is in New York, right? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like New York because I'm an American. Cool. Uh, I hear English. Must be in the. Must be in Texas. <laughs> You want to? What do you? What do you say, Schwartz? You want to rank shit? Is that what you I want mean, to do? I mean, you don't have anything else to say. Rank it. I think I said everything I got to say. Ah, uh, see, a Christmas movie tattoo parts were cool. When it comes to Christmas movies, shower scene was cool. The worst Christmas, yeah. worst Christmas movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I've seen worse Christmas movies, but this still wasn't very good. It, it was like I said before. It wasn't a bad movie by any means. I just didn't think it was that great. Why did you make us watch this movie, Schwartz? That's a good question. Because it's a good story. It's a fun. It's a not. That's a fun that's story. what our benchmark is on making me watch movies. Now is it's a good story. Uh, the benchmark is whatever movie I want to make you watch. I do. Okay, and that's the benchmark. But is there like a significance to this movie that that we really needed to see it? Well, I saw it on Peacock, and I want to do a Cronenberg movie. And there's not many Cronenberg movies streaming. And I wanted to watch this movie again, and I remember it being a good movie, which it is. And it's got an interesting story, and it's got good characters. And no it's one's violent. denying that. It's fucked up, and that's why I made you watch it. Just don't it's think movie. it's. Is it? You know is, what it is? Neither of you guys would have watched this if we didn't do this. So I made you watch it, and I'm glad you saw it. No, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Nah. I'm sure I would have. But that's just, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not like glad I saw this movie. Like I could have gone without seeing this movie for sure. Sure, but you saw it, so it's good. He's not, just happy not, he made you do something you didn't want to do. That's what he's No, happy. not that you didn't want to watch this movie. I'm saying this point of this podcast Work. is to make you watch things. I the things that, but that it's, the, it's to make us it's to make us watch something of value of like is it historically important? Is it is no, it cinematography relevant? Is uh, is it is it is what what is re- what is what is is so what is so what what makes this movie worth okay. watching it's a it's a cronenberg movie who's a great director who's made many great and then movies discussing and he it's a movie about a subject that there's not many movies made about it's got some pretty visceral scenes it's got some great characters and it's something that people should watch if i was going to recommend that people watch a movie i would pick this movie and the fact that you guys over what it, movie what you would you would pick this movie over over what like yeah yeah like like I I, I get wanting it's, to watch a Cronenberg it's not a movie, bad movie and I'm I guess I'm glad we were able to discuss Cronenberg but like I maybe I I think there maybe would have been a better one to watch I but. the only there was only one other one streaming and <laughs> I didn't like that one and I think this is a good movie I think you guys should watch this movie so I made you watch it all right fine. Fucking Eastern promises. Just don't think it's. It was just. I just don't think we had a good conversation. 
should have been more interesting, man. It should have been more interesting. I agree. No, should have been should've. a more interesting movie. I think I said dope shit, so I'm cool. Have you guys seen? Uh, I think I said dope. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, have I you guys too. seen think- uh, <laughs> uh, Rebel Without a Cause? We were just talking about James Dean. I, I haven't. I haven't actually. I would like to see that. We should watch that one. I'm gonna make you watch Rebel Without a Cause. If it's All right, cool. Streaming somewhere. I don't know. I think it's on. Uh, I think it's on HBO. I think oh. it is actually. Yeah. All right, oh, where do you guys rank it? Chicky Run, baby. Rank. All right, all right. We'll do the we'll do the ranking shit. Oh uh, Jesus. I was looking. I wasn't gonna really put this shit high because there's nothing like of value to this movie to me. Um, so I'm going down to like 48 out of 54 films. I'm gonna put it right under Heather's, and then right above Carnival of Souls. That's what I'm doing. All right, I'm going uh, 23. 23. 23. Explain. Explain yourself. It's a better movie than the runs that are not 23 or below. You think it's better than Paths of Glory? Is that what you're placing it at? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I'm going 20 more than that at 43. right below jeff who lives at home i'd actually i would rather watch jeff who, watching this movie i was like i was thinking i want to watch jeff who lives at home again wow. <laughs> real low real low rankings for yeah, this one not a good one not a good performance not a from great from eastern promises i mean good, pro- good, good performance good performances but Only one out of three of us has top 30. If you average it out, it's not going to be top 30. So yeah, out of 55 movies, yeah, we got a 48, a 43, and a 23. Oh, that's fun. Uh, We've watched a lot of good movies. We have. <clears throat> yes. True. I've watched 42 better movies than this one. That's for <laughs> damn sure. <laughs> uh, Next movie. Thanks for making me watch movies. Next movie we're watching is... Rebel without a cause. Last words on Eastern Promises. Watch it. Honestly, I wouldn't bother. Go watch a different David Cronenberg movie. Yeah. This one's kind of this one's just kind of like yuck, like you said, it's just kind of yucky. It wasn't it didn't make me feel good. Didn't really enjoy it. They're all yucky. Alright. Fuck David Cronenberg. Two out of three say watch something else. Thanks for listening to another episode of Making Me Watch Movies, episode 54. Rave reviews for Mr. Cronenberg's Eastern Promises. Next week, though, we have 1955's Rebel Without a Cause, starring the legendary James Dean. Directed by Nicholas Ray. Find that on HBO, listen to us wherever you get podcasts, and follow us on Instagram. Making me watch movies. MMWM underscore podcast. Bye.